0: All right! All right! All right! Ew! Uh, what is that? <laughs> I
1: was that? That was my me laughing at your uh, Matthew McConaughey reference. Oh, bad! All bad, all bad. <laughs> I'm
0: glad you we're got shooting that. the
1: shit today. I love it. No, this is exactly what we're doing. We're shooting the shit today.
0: Yeah, we're doing another shoot the shit today. Um, so, how's everything going with you, Ashley? How's the house? Um.
1: So this weekend was like. I don't even know, like something out of a movie. Like it didn't seem real, all the shit that happened. So I'll give you like a Sparks note synopsis before we like actually talk about it in detail. Um, But my husband got sick on Tuesday and he tested positive for COVID. So like he was sick all week, like pretty, pretty bad. Like real, real bad sick. And it was kind of like, me just waiting to get it right because like you know i'm gonna get it even though like you know the house is clean and like i'm not like macking on them or anything like that it's like you know you're still gonna get sick so you're kind of just like waiting Mm -hmm. in the shadows like when's it gonna come Mm -hmm. so i was waiting to get covid and then i got sick um it also snowed in charleston like it was like a blizzard nothing stuck but it still snowed Mm -hmm. um and then my neighbor got arrested last night so that is all like my weekend but i'd love to hear about your weekend before we like dive in (laughs)
0: My weekend was good. I went out to eat yesterday. And usually when I go out to eat, like I just get I go to a place that, you know, has things that I can eat. Yeah,
1: you're healthy, and, you're healthy, your healthy place.
0: Yeah. So I went to this place called Lux and it's like a Mexican place. And um, I got a grilled, straight up a grilled octopus. And if, for those of you that don't know, octopus is very lean. Like, so when you have calamari and stuff, the only reason why it's fatty and it has carbs is because they put the breading around it and they fry mm-hmm. it. But if they grill it, if you grill calamari or if you grill like squid or like um, octopus, mm-hmm. it's super lean. It's like comparable to like shrimp, like, but it has, it has better it has a better micronutrient profile, but people just get weirded out because it's octopus. And well, when an I octopus
1: say octopussy, octopi are very, very smart. So I think that's why people are weird about eating it because they're like, no, smarter than a toddler. This is
0: what it looked like. Oh wait, can you see that? Yeah, that's a big fucking octopus. It I was like straight up big. an octopus. Okay, so I ate, I ate like half of it, right? And honestly, midway, I got a little grossed out. Yeah, like I was like. Oh fuck there are tentacles in my mouth. At first it was good. At first it was fire. Like it was like, oh, this looks great. Like and then after a little while I was like, yeah, this is kind of grossing me out cuz like just the texture is really like chewy. Yeah. Um and it's not like a flaky fish. It's very it's it's a muscle. Like yeah, they are yeah. big muscles. Um and so I had a full on octopus for the first time. I have you know, I've had calamari and stuff mm-hmm. where you have like the little baby ones but never like a full on like tentacle, like on my plate, like my plate was huge with this octopus and I probably ate like 60 grams of protein, probably like close to 70 grams of protein. Just and an I, was still, <laughs> I was, I was so full and I was starting to get grossed out. And I was like, yeah, I can't eat this shit.
1: Like, so that's so I, funny. Like, Women are had, funny to me sometimes because it's like, we have no problem sucking a dick, but it's like eating an octopus. It's like, nah, that's a hard pass for me. I can't do that.
0: It's funny because people get grossed out for so many things, but it's like, <laughs> you, you don't think about the fact, I mean, you're not thinking about the fact that you'll put any penis in your mouth and be like, ah, yay. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, yay. But an octopus, <laughs> something that's nutrient dense. and <laughs> But you'll put a dick in your mouth. But okay. Yeah. Um, that's but, hilarious. You know, blowjobs are great. Just anyway um you're here yeah it was it was good experience it was just like after eating that it started to feel nasty and I couldn't do it yeah. so I just stopped but I had that in a salad and then um yeah some rice too so it was good mm-hmm. um and then I I hit back yesterday oh I I trained with cat uh it's tiny tank okay nice. At, in San Diego on Friday. And that was fun. Like I'm still fucking sore. She doesn't know this. So if she like listens to this, but I am still sore. We hit quads and delts mm-hmm. and like, I was happy. I was keeping up with her cause she's like much taller than me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm a little it- it- itty bitty girl. When she saw me, she was like, Oh my gosh, you're so small. <laughs> like, and, um, but I was like putting up weight. She was putting up and I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. me. I was like, okay, me. Like (laughs) I was excited. And then I saw Yas. So I saw Yasmin. So that was cool. Oh, nice. Um, I missed her. And then yeah, Saturday I did the octopus thing. And then, um, now I am here and talking to you and happier than ever. So
1: that's awesome. All right. Now you said you went to Sandy, San Diego. Yeah. So how far away is that from where you live?
0: Like two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, to you, that's not that far, but to people on the West coast, that's fucking far. Like we don't, we don't drive. We don't do road trips. If it's oh, not really? like under, if it's an, it's not under an hour away, it's like, why are we doing that? It's an all day thing. Why so, is that?
1: Cause because traffic's
0: so bad. Tra- yeah. Traffic is so bad that it's like your two hours is just sitting there. It's like, mm. it's not like, like with no traffic, it would take me like an hour and 30. But okay. there's always going to be traffic. Sometimes to get to San Diego from me, if you go at a really bad time, it takes like three hours. So it's just draining. Yeah. You're going. Oh, like, okay, I see you. Yeah. You're going like a hundred miles and it's like, it takes way like that and more like sometimes mm-hmm. doubles the time just because the traffic is so bad. So okay, like, we I don't see you. Do That like, there's no, like, like that's why Northern California and Southern California are so different because yeah. Like you really have to take a plane to go there. You can't really like, you can drive. Like, I'm not saying you can I've done it like many times, but you have to really plan your trip. And it's not something you can do every day because if mm. you go and it's no traffic to get from SoCal to NorCal is like, and I mean, no traffic at all. Like you're cruising, going like 90 on the freeway. It's like maybe six, seven hours. But if it, there is traffic, it turns into 10. Yikes. So, yeah, you don't want to do that.
1: That well, doesn't sound pleasant.
0: It's not. That's why we don't travel. That's why we just stay here. That's um, why we don't like leave how our many, houses. <laughs> you no, know, have many because we're broke. Because the cost of living is just. I was looking at so just to go off on another tangent. I was looking at the cost of living in the Midwest and Ohio and Texas, and looking at like the differences between like, like general cost of living, rent, mm-hmm. land ownership, um, cars, gas, and like I was comparing Ohio to here, and tell me why the property, um. the I forgot how you call it but the property comparison or having a house and owning Mm -hmm. owning a home from Ohio to California California is over I believe like 300 percent higher probably more I can't remember the exact number yeah but then living in Ohio so I could get a two-bedroom out here for like and it would be in a shitty neighborhood to be honest with you for like 300,000 yeah And out there I can get a same house that's still in the shitty neighborhood for like in Cleveland for like 60. Yeah. I could pay for that. Like half of it now. Yeah. Like that is insane. Like that is, it makes me just so mad that I'm here because it's like, not that I don't love it. Like I love being near my family, but it's like, it's not even worth like buying a house out here. It's like, I should just wait until I get you leave because it's like why the heck am I like, why the heck would I buy a house? Like if out here, if like, it's not even worth it, like the, for what reason, like I'm not rolling in dough. So.
1: Right. No, I get you. I get you. Yeah. No cost of living Um, anywhere worth <laughs> worth living. That's like popular is going to cost you. It's mostly, I think it has to do with like the sprawl too. So like Ohio is very sprawled and like land is cheap because like, you know, a lot of people just like, don't want to live in Ohio. Um, I mean yeah, shit I we're, Eric and I are trying to move back to Ohio because like we miss our family you know and plus it's cheap
0: <laughs> back there I'll probably stay with you um, in no the- seriously
1: if you do like so... you're welcome to like you are so welcome to like like we like no shit no lie.
0: make sure you have a basement and um... we're
1: trying to right We are trying to have a basement because Eric wants like a solid basement and we don't have a pool table because we like playing pool <laughs> we're, we're those people we're those losers that like to play pool um, but it's fun.
0: That's dope though. I like that you have things that you can do together,
1: Mm -hmm. but okay. uh, So let's, let me recap my, uh, my, uh, my, my, week and the weekend. So like I said, Eric was feeling a little sickly Sunday night, and then he woke up with a pretty high fever and he runs pretty cold actually. Like his normal temperature is like Mm 96.8 instead of like the usual 98.6. And so anytime he's like 98 to 99, that's kind of like fever ish for him. Um, But this dude was over a hundred. So like, I was like, okay, well you're not going to work. So I go out and buy two COVID tests just in case like the first one, like either tested, like it was like a false negative or he like fucked it up or whatever. And so he took the one test and it came back negative. But then like Tuesday came and his fever got a little bit higher. It was like 102. And then he was like experiencing like all the COVID symptoms that like you know, the internet said was COVID. And so I was like, yeah, why don't you take the other test, buddy? So he takes the other test and it's like, you're supposed to wait like 10 minutes. I think for this thing, it's like a pregnancy test almost like wait 10 minutes for like the double pink lines. This thing was fucking double pink lines and like minute number two. So this dude was oh. like Uber positive.
0: <laughs> uber. <laughs> wait, how did you get, how did, I don't know if you are, I've missed this, but how did you get the, the test? Did you go buy it? Yeah. I had to go to a CVS. Like yeah. they have they're all out here like i can't get anything i was thinking about Whoa. getting tested today to be honest with you because i have a slight cough and mm-hmm. um like my throat's a little sore but i was just sick so i was like yeah oh, like i don't want to be sick again but i should probably t- get take a test but anyway keep going
1: mm-hmm. you know pharmacies pharmacies <laughs> yeah. should be able to get one if they're not out of stock um anyway he was out of work all week i mean his fever got up to like one 10- oh. Two, I think was like the, the, the top. And then, you know, he started to feel a little bit better. He broke the fever and then it just like, you know, kind of like standard cold symptoms or just like coughing, congestion, runny nose, stuff like that.
0: Okay. But like, he's
1: just now feeling better. And so again, I was just waiting for, for me to get sick. I was like, just like fucking ready. I was like, okay, let's go. Like <laughs> what you got for me, COVID. And so Thursday night, I was starting to feel a little chilly and achy. And I was like, all right, here we go. finally.
0: Yeah. I was like, here it
1: comes. So I wake up on uh Friday and I have a fever of 102. I was like, okay, starting out strong, starting out strong. Mm. Um, I, you know, obviously I'm like, okay, well I'm not doing jack shit today. So I literally got, I think a thousand steps for the day total. I just parked my ass on my couch. I even texted Brittany. I was like, is it important for me to like, do anything. And she's like, no rest. It's okay. So my yeah. fat ass did not leave the couch. Like that's really at all.
0: That's good that you didn't do anything though. Cause it's yeah. like, you don't want to do stuff and then prolong how you like, how bad you feel, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what people don't understand is that like, when you're sick, you don't want to try and still do what you normally do. Or even at a 50%, you want to just nope. completely just chill because it could be the difference between you getting better tomorrow or being fine the next day or yep. in three to five days, because you decided not to chill and decided not to give yourself time. So
1: exactly, exactly. So
0: I chilled, I took, I think two different
1: three hour naps that day. And then <laughs> I ate food. I did eat food. I even like gave myself an untracked meal. Um, sorry, Mark, if you're oh. listening, but I wanted sushi and I was like, listen, like I'm sick and I want sushi. So I ate four sushi rolls and it was delicious. It was awesome. That's good. Um, it was, it was so good.
0: You probably weren't and, wanting to eat anyway. So uh, I mean, like
1: I forced myself to eat, like I probably ate over like my quote unquote maintenance macros for my, like a rest day. But again, like I was sick and it sounded good. And honestly, I was at the point where I was like, I just like want to eat something that like sounds delicious, you know, cause all the other foods I was eating, I was like, eh. Um, but then I it, like seven, it's really like six 30 for being real six 30, like rolls around and I'm like starting to doze. And mind you, like I take my, my PM health supplements, but I don't take like Alka-Seltzer or um, NyQuil or anything like z Like I don't take that shit. Um, it's like 6.30. I'm starting to nod off and doze off. By 7 o'clock, I am out. And when I tell you, I do not wake up until fucking 7 a.m. the next day. Like a solid 12 hours, this bitch was gone. I woke up, had a slight fever. It was still like 102. And within two hours, broke my fever and I felt 100% fine. Like, I felt like my normal badass self.
0: That's good. Yeah. I'm happy that uh, you were able to kick that in the butt. Yeah. Like, literally, she texted me and she was like, I kicked COVID's ass. <laughs> and I'm like, great. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you're like, great. I'm still feeling a little sick.
0: <laughs> no, like, no, for real. Like, cause I haven't really been, I'm not saying that my gym sessions and stuff haven't been like awesome and that I haven't yeah. been like still doing my thing, but I'm still not the same. Like yeah. I'm still pretty like tired, um, m- more than usual. Um, mm-hmm. and then also like, I think just from the travel of Friday, like, and kind of being a little bit busier, yeah. probably created or not created, but my symptoms probably started coming again, which is why like, I'm not feeling well, or who knows, maybe I caught another variant. Cause there's like 5,000 variants out right. there. Um, but anyway, just like, like I'm vaccinated, but I'm still like not feeling
1: right. You're not not feeling yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's interesting what it does. It's like, it fatigues you for a long amount of time, even when you feel like, okay. Mm -hmm. So
1: yeah, for sure. But no, I mean, like I said, I woke up this morning and I feel hundred percent fine, hundred percent fine. So that, that was like a blessing, but that was my COVID story. And then last night we hear, here's the story. So a little bit of background, our neighbors, like we had an issue with them, I think a few months ago. Um, they have I think three kids, and one of their daughters. She was probably like I want to say thirteen, maybe fourteen, like middle school. She came over one night. It was like Thursday, around like seven o'clock. And mind you, like we don't really know our neighbors that well. Like we like do the neighborly wave or whatever, but like we don't really really know them. But anyway, it's like seven. 730 one night and we heard knock at our door and we're like, who the fuck? Like (laughs) who's, who's, who's coming over on a fucking Thursday? Like, let's be real. Anyway, it's like one of the neighbor's daughters and like, she's like not wearing shoes. So like, it tells me that she like hauled ass to like, get over to our house. And you know, Eric answers the door. Cause I'm not like not wearing like presentable clothes. Like I don't wear pants today. Okay. Let's be real. So like I'm not pants on. Um, so I'm like trying to like go find pants. And, you know, I hear him talking to this little girl. And then by the time I like decide to be an adult and put pants on, I come to the door and there's a little girl and, and the dad and, you know, Eric was like trying to explain to me what was happening. But the whole situation was just weird. It was just really uncomfortable. So I asked the dad what happened. And he goes, oh, well, someone abused her. Like physically and verbally. And I was like, someone? I was like, what the? So why the fuck are you here? Like, what do you mean someone? Like, so the reason like why I was confused. And he said someone had had physically and verbally abused her. So I was like, okay, so one, why is she coming over here to our house? Mm -hmm. Two, why are you here with her? And three, like, if if this someone had done this to her, like, again, like, why are you at my house? And so I invite them in because I feel like that's the neighborly thing to do. Because clearly this girl is like, you know, crying and traumatized. And so come to find out it was the dad that was physically and verbally abusing his daughter.
0: And that, okay. that was him. Was that the guy or is that someone
1: y- else? Yes. No, it was. The, yeah, it was the same guy. So, yeah, it was the dad that was like, according to the daughter, verbally and physically abusing her. Okay. Well, obviously if I would have known that I would have told that motherfucker to get the fuck out of my house. Obviously I didn't know that until after the fact. So I, so that was kind of like a shitty thing, but anyway, Eric's like, Hey, this is none of our business. We're going to call the cops. So we call the cops, um, cops, like talk with him and the family cops come over to our house, ask us if it's like normal for the daughter to come over. I was like, um, no, sorry. Like Like, it's not, yeah, it's not normal. Um, but anyway, it was just a super weird fucking thing. Right. And, like, that was, like, our, our big altercation with this family. Okay, well, fast forward to now, last night. It was 1130, and we hear this man, a man, scream. And this wasn't a scream, like, hee or, like, oh, hey, it's a surprise birthday scream. No, this was, like, this motherfucker screamed, like, he saw his wife's credit card bill post-Christmas, while at the same time, simultaneously waking up from a 30-year coma and finding out he's, like, 50 years old it was this horrendous angry like soul-wrenching angry male scream so Mm -hmm. eric and i are like what the fuck and so eric like does a tactical sweep of our house he like gets our home defense weapon and we're just waiting right we're like what the fuck is about to go down Mm -hmm. and so we like turn on our security floodlights outside and we're just kind of like up waiting Mm -hmm. And then we like kind of try to go back to sleep. But of course, like our adrenaline's going, we're like ready to like fucking fight whatever's coming. And then we see these flashlights and we're like, oh shit, are we about to get robbed? Because we thought it was like maybe like a robbery or something. And then, you know, Eric gets up and looks at our side yard and he's like, oh no, the cops are here. And they're talking to our neighbor. And I was like, abusive dad neighbor. And he's like, yeah. And so, like, of course, I, like, spring out of bed and I, like, go to my side yard. And I'm, like, peeping out, like, the window. Like, I'm opening the blinds, like, a quarter inch just to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it's the the same dad that, like, you know, put, like, a, supposedly, like, hurts his kids outside. Like, and again, it's, like, below freezing in Charleston right now. And he's, like, wearing, like, a shitty little bathrobe, smoking a cigarette. And this dude looks irate. I mean, he looks, like, just angry as hell all hell. And like Eric heard him, heard him uh, tell the cops, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, well, that's never a good idea. So (laughs) we're, yeah, I was like, that's, that's just not a good idea. (laughs) Like, like, you know, he's, I mean, like literally he's probably 140 pounds. Like he's probably my height 140. So he's like a small man anyway. And then all of a sudden the cops draw their guns, get out their flashlights. And I mean, this guy just boom in handcuffs. And Eric and I were like, Holy oh shit! Goodness. Like we we're like, get him, get him! Like we we're like rooting for the fucking cops, man. And so like he like gets pulled into the cruiser, and Eric and I are like, what the fuck just happened?
0: Right, like that's insane. And we like live
1: in the fucking suburbs, right? So like this is like like the the mean age of like our neighbors is like probably fifty to sixty. Like most of the people around us are like in their eighties and nineties, with the exception of a couple young families like Eric and I. So like. It's a very peaceful and quiet neighborhood. And for that to happen, we were like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, and for y'all, like, you don't stay up late. So I'm sure you were like, that was like the highlight of your (laughs) Dude, (laughs)
1: literally. Nine. (laughs) Literally, I was like in bed asleep. And then we hear this, like, I almost thought I dreamed up. But then Eric got up and he's like, did you hear that yell? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. So that wasn't in my dream. He's like, "Uh uh-uh. So- here's what we think happened. We think there was some type of altercation inside the household, right? Like something was going down verbally, probably physically abusive. I'm sure the wife was like, go outside to cool down. So he goes outside to cool down and smokes a cigarette. Her and the kids probably lock up the house. So he can't get back into the house. When he finds out he's locked out, he screams out of anger. And then the cops come. So that's what we're like hypothesizing and like, Eric kind of like, low key wants to be a detective. And I was like, I think that's some good deductive reasoning, Sherlock. Like, I think that makes sense.
0: <laughs> like <So. leave> alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That was
0: my, that was my, uh,
1: my highlight Saturday night. So my sleep was a little disrupted, but it was kind of worth it. Cause not gonna lie. That was fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So like, do you wake up early just because that's how you, that's when you work best or. Yeah. That, yeah. I'd say so. Like, Is I feel that like-, like always been a thing for you and Eric? Because you go to bed at like like pretty early. Like if I text you at like 5 p.m. my time or 6 p.m., I don't know if I'm getting a response from you. Like uh, I'm not. <laughs> so, but like I go to sleep at like, I don't know, like I try to be in like sleep sleep by like 10 30. Mm-hmm. But I get up at like 7 30, 6 30, yeah. 7 30. So but you you wake up at like usually Four.
1: five usually five usually it's five um but lately it's been like sometimes six or seven especially when I was sick it was like I'll get up whenever my body allows me to wake up um
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, don't know, I like getting up at five because I feel most productive in the morning it's nice to like kind of be alive in the world when the world's still kind of asleep mm-hmm. so I kind of enjoy that quiet time um
0: what does Eric do is he an early riser too or did he become <laughs> that because of you
1: god god love him no he's definitely a night owl but he is less like consumed about like bodybuilding obviously than i am so if it means a lot to me to be able to go to sleep early so i can like wake up early and like do all my shit then he'll go to bed when i go to bed um but no he would much prefer to like sleep in and stuff and stay up later. And I was like, well, dude, if you get a job where you work from home and you can have more of a flexible schedule, like we can shift our time back. Like I'm totally cool with that. But like, I like when he goes to work at six and comes home at three or four, cause I like to be able to like, you know, spend some time with him while it's still daylight. So that's just like what works for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. You'd be going to sleep so early. I just can't do it. I just, I, I mean, I try, but I just, I can't. I mean, so. some
1: people's like circadian rhythms are a little bit different. Like their patterns are just different.
0: Well, I wish I, I wish I would wake up that early, but I just don't like, mm-hmm. so like, if I did that, I'd get home from work at like eight and then I'd go straight to sleep and then I'd wake up like that. Like, what about eating?
1: Like, <laughs> right. Well, see, like You have a different schedule than I do. Like I'm allowed to wake yeah. up early and then like, I can like cut off my meals at like six, six 30 and be fine.
0: But like, yeah, obviously if you have like me more anxiety. meals, like I can't do it. Like I, I have a thing where I have to eat something like right before I get in the bed.
1: Right before. Really?
0: Like I'm, I am, I am afraid. I, I get afraid that I'm going to be hungry. So, mm-hmm. or cause by the seventh hour I'm sleeping, if it's like, I, I I'm awakened by my hunger. And so really, yeah. So I have to eat right before I, and it's not anything heavy. It's usually like yogurt, like Greek yogurt and yeah some nuts or something like that. But I like have to eat before I go to sleep. So if I like go to sleep late, if I go to sleep at like midnight or if I go to sleep at like one, I'm eating right before I go to sleep because I know I'm going to get like, yeah, I know I'm going to get like seven hours of sleep, eight hours of sleep because I never go to sleep late unless I know I can continue to sleep. Right. So, but for me, like I am by the seventh hour on the dot, like I'll get up to use the restroom and I might like I'm, I'm going to the restroom and stuff, but I'm hungry and I'll probably sleep like another hour if I can. And then I'm up and I'm like, all right, I need to eat. It's like that. It's so it's wow. like, if I have it any earlier, then I'm wakened, I'm woken up by like maybe three or four. And I'm like excruciatingly like, Oh my God, like I need to eat. And it's, that's it's,
1: wild. And I've never time, heard of that by a that woman time, at least.
0: I I'm not going to I'm not going to eat. Like I'm mm. I'm going to just sit there awake until it's time to eat so that I can actually have a schedule on my meals. So it's like
1: question for you. Yeah. Since uh-huh. you're one of those and the reason why I say like I've never heard that from a woman is I've only heard like extreme hunger from that from either people in prep, but you're not in prep, or like strong men that are like that their bodies just like burn through shit at like such an alarming rate, but have you ever tried maybe using casein as your last meal?
0: I did when I wasn't using, when I wasn't like super into morphogen, um, I used the, uh, way Casey and blend by peace science, Mm -hmm. um, which worked well for me. I think, uh, I think I didn't have those issues back then. Yeah, Like I, I think so, but I think, um, I think I also back then was having a lot more trouble, like getting food in and, Mm. and I would rather be woken up and be able to get my meals in the next day, then not be, and then, like, like, because I still get seven, eight hours of sleep. It's not like it's bad sleep, but I'm already very aware of what's going to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm going to be hungry by, if I go to sleep at 12, by 7 a.m., I'm going to be up or going to the restroom and trying to go back to sleep, and then I'm just going to wake up and start eating. So, but at least, like, I'm not, like, like, before, I would feel sad if I didn't have any food left. It's like a disordered thing. If I didn't have any food left before I go to sleep, I'd feel sad or I'd feel bored. Um, So now I just save like 25 grams of protein, 10 grams of fat and like probably like no more than like 20 carbs for like my last thing. And it's like a little snack before I go to sleep so that I'm not like dying. But yeah, yeah.
1: no, that makes sense. I used to do that back in like college back when like I went by my fucking Fitbit calories. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I no wonder I like was fat and like gaining weight. So I was like, oh, my Fitbit said I burned like 4,000 calories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Ash. Um, but no, I did that shit all the time. Where I'd be, I would like feel sad if I couldn't have like a like pre-bedtime snack. And it was, it was like a disordered like way of thinking. Because like, it wasn't even like I was necessarily hungry. It was just like, oh, but I want like, a bedtime snack like it was just like yeah. something that like i thought i needed and now it's like honestly i space my meals like two maybe three hours apart depending upon the day and by the time 6 six thirty 30 rolls around i'm like i just want to be fucking done with my food and so like i'll eat that shit and be done
0: i spaced my meals like three hours in between mm-hmm. um and i really try not to go below that at least yeah. while my calories are high but in general, like I'm always on a three hour schedule, so that might be why I have more time to digest food. Yeah. Sometimes I even push, like I don't mean to push it to four, but sometimes it happens that way. Yeah. and that might be why at night, like or middle of the night, like I'm hungry, like yeah. at a certain time because I'm not like constantly full throughout the day where I'm like, oh, I can't get this, I can't eat, or I don't like I want to stop eating. Right. I've only felt like I, I absolutely the only time I feel like I'm like I don't want to eat this food. Is when like I know that I'm like a little gassy at the end of the day mm. because of all the food, and I want to like hang out with someone, and I'm like, fuck, I I have like my stomach is all <laughs> distended, and I'm with this person, you can hear it like going, <laughs> and it's like they're they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh, I'm just hungry, like, I'm, like I'm no, just I
1: hungry. A fart, no, and you're just like, like trying to like squeak one out, very very no, quietly. I just need to take a <laughs>
0: shit, like it's like. I've been eating all day. Like, but that's oh, the that's only awesome. time I don't want to. Other than that, if I'm by myself, I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> dude, that's
1: that's awesome. Dude, that's just <laughs> so speaking of, okay. So like the two days I was kind of feeling under the weather, I couldn't poop in the morning. And mind you, I am a regular pooper, like regular on the dot in the morning, just like completely clear my bowels out. When I woke up for the first day with the fever, like I didn't have to poop. And I was like, fuck.
0: Like this sucks. <laughs> it makes you mad.
1: It, I was furious. I was like, un- I was it just like unnecessarily in. upset. It was just yeah. like, it was not like the scale was up. And I was like, I'm full of shit. Literally next <laughs> day, same thing. Couldn't poop. Like it wasn't until like one o'clock. And I was like, who poops at one o'clock? Like, like what fresh hell is this? This is not like, like an after lunch deal. It's just like, was not cleansing to me. But then it's sure enough this morning back on track with like everything. Like I was never sick. I was like, that's how, you know, I am healed when my bowels are like back on their normal schedule.
0: Yeah. Like, cause your bowels can tell you a lot about like just your stress. So you probably just didn't poop because you were stressed.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Dude, like my blood glucose was like triple digits on like the morning I woke up with like my, my COVID shit. So I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. We sick. We ain't doing shit today.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, um like, you know, that you're good when like, you don't like, I have a, I've have several clients right now that have COVID, um, or have oh. had COVID or have them now have it now. And one of my clients, um, she was like, yeah, like I didn't have a bowel movement. And then I had a fever and I don't know why I didn't have my bowel movement. And I was like, well, you're sick. Yeah. Like that. you're sick. That's why. Um, and I think sometimes people don't think like Outside of like simply your food, because she's like, I ate everything normally, like, I don't feel good, but I ate everything. And I'm like, Yeah, like, but you are also sick. So your body's not thinking about digesting and and nutrient uptake and all that. It's thinking about getting rid of whatever's going on inside of you. So it's okay. Like, the scale was up or whatever. And then, you know, it went back down when she was able to like, actually have a a decent bowel movement but then also when she felt like completely 100% like and I was like see yeah exactly
1: exactly Mm -hmm. like I hit not like an all-time high obviously but like I hit a high for like the past couple weeks of 142 when I wasn't like pooping and then this morning I wake up 100% fine I hit a new low of 140 and like mind you like Mark and I are starting to like work up my food we're not going to get super high but like you know we still had a pretty big drop and like my lowest to date was 140.8 so like that's still like a pretty significant low for where we are in like my programming so i was like are you
0: still uh dropping weight from your like lower uh macros so
1: i'm dropping weight from my higher macros actually
0: <laughs> okay so my question is like like from your lowest weight from when you were doing your mini cut are mm-hmm. you lower yes Okay. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. no, I'm in a health phase right now. Um, I enjoy it. I, I am a lot, I feel a lot more confident, like as far as like how my stuff is fitting. And then also I'm not holding a lot of, a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, I'm- well I'm holding water, but like not to the degree that I was before. And I just think that, um, you know, coming off of gear, um, I had a lot of water retention and just even my skin kind of started like not in a terrible way, but I could tell it was different. It was getting drier. I mean, that's just from the different hormones that were Mm -hmm. happening there. But um, coming off of it, like, yeah, I did see some like decreases in performance like at first, but now I'm like stronger than I was before. So I'm like, fuck, like I'm pretty happy with that. Like, I mean, I'm like pulling like 225 for deadlift for like 10. That's awesome. Like I've never done that in my life. So just let y'all know, it's not just a year. So it's, it's okay. also, I feel
1: like mentally, I feel like mentally, some people are like, oh, you're off gear. So I guess you're going to be really weak now. And like, they like, because they think themselves weak, they're weak.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, I do that too. I think, you think I was like, oh, I'm getting off and that's why I'm tired. And You know, and it's it wasn't really that. I think also like this past month has been crazy for me. Like I went to Ohio and then I got sick. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to work in person after being um off for like basically since December. Yeah. Um, like middle of the December. And then now this week I went to like San Diego and things were just crazy at work in general. I don't know how I survived this week. But I just now I'm starting to feel like, okay, I have my routine and I have my training stuff. And like, you know, when it's like, you know, you're on it, but there's like a different level that you could be on it. And it's like, sometimes for me, my schedule pulls, holds, I don't know. I don't want to use the word holds me back, but sometimes my schedule being so busy, like it comprises, it compromises my ability to perform in the gym like because I'm so mentally like everywhere all the time so until I get to like slow down and and like when extra stuff happens like I get sick or I go to Ohio or something it, that adds on to it and so until I get back into the groove of things like I feel like I'm like doing good like doing what I need to do be, doing what I'm told but not necessarily like above and beyond like I I could you know?
1: Well, that's the athlete in you of trying to always be better. But I feel like sometimes we, we sometimes act like dicks to ourselves. Cause it's like, we know what it's like when we're able to fire on all cylinders. And we feel like if we can't fire on all cylinders all the time that we're failing when we have to understand the efforts also relative to your circumstance in the moment. So it's like, Think of it like Mark kind of explained it like this one time. I was like talking about how if I had another job, if we could combine leg days to just one day a week instead of having hamstrings and quads separate because I figured I would be tired on days I would go into work. And he's like, "Well, a construction worker would work all day and then if they have to go hit legs like on a weekday versus a weekend, like, yeah, their, their effort's going to be lower on the weekday, but it can still be relatively high and they can still make progress. And that's something that's really important to understand. It's like, it's relative, but as long as you are pushing the cylinders that you can fire on that given day, in that moment in time, you're still going to make progress. And obviously you are right. Cause you're still pulling fucking two twenty five for 10 reps. Like that's incredible.
0: Yeah. So, well, thank you. That kind of pumped me up a little, but like, <clears throat> yeah, sometimes I'm like, God, I'm so freaky, like not even like the busy that I want to be like yeah. the busy, the mark kind of busy is like he's on the clients and yeah. his athletes and like all the time That's all he does. But I have like so much other stuff going on that it's like, shit, like, <laughs> I want to be that type of busy and right. not the busy where I'm commuting places and going places and like, like the time it takes to like pack my food and to do all that. It's like, it does get really draining. But it's no, no, something that. that it's like, I just don't negotiate with myself. I'm just like, it's just got to happen. Like if this is what I want to do, but that's how I did it. When I first started with Mark as an athlete, like prior to being a coach for him, um, like he knew I was super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew that I had like a, a large commute and I went to work and yeah, at work, I can kind of do my athlete stuff too. Cause nobody's sitting there like hovering over me, watching me, but, um, yeah, I made it happen. Like I just mm-hmm. made it happen every day. Like I would even pack eggs, and that's nasty to some people. Like that to do some it. people, it's like eggs are
1: like hard-boiled eggs. You mean?
0: No, I I I would just make them scrambled and like oh. pack them. Like regardless, just,
1: I fuck eggs are fucking good. So I don't care if yeah. you like scramble you know, them, boil them, raw, just good.
0: <laughs> I know some people that just won't do it. Like they're just like I have to eat eggs like like after I make them. Like and I I get that because it's kind of it's it is kind of weird but like, I was just like, I just made it happen. I mm-hmm. ate like everything you told me to. Um, so now it's like, I'm still doing that and more, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I still want to like be able to make that effort that I am used to. And I yeah. still am, but it's just a little harder. Yeah. So Dude, I kind of miss eggs.
1: not going to lie. So i even like, I didn't have to take them out by any means. My blood work came back really, really awesome. But like I wanted to increase my HDL just for like my personal reasons. So I took out my eggs, not because eggs are bad and are bad for cholesterol, but because I wanted to take the fat from the eggs and put them into olive oil. So that's what I did.
0: No. Yeah. I don't, I honestly don't use oils at all. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of like, I, well, first my eggs that I use, they're, they're like super like from the The happy eggs. Right. Yeah. 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 So they're not like just shitty eggs. And then I use a lot of like nuts and avocado. Yeah. Um, I mean, I-
1: that's exactly what I did. But like I said, my HDL, just like, it wasn't even, that it was bad. It's just like, you know how there's like the, the ACSM's like uh, cardiovascular disease, like checklist, where it's like, if you have all of these things, it's like a plus one or a minus one. And it's like, if you like have like an HDL within like a higher upper range, it's like a minus one for your risk. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it wasn't in, like, the minus one range. It's not like it was below 30. It was, like, I don't know, like, 40 or something. Like, yeah. like, in the 40s. But I was like, oh, I want it to be higher. So I was like, well, I'll do olive oil. And then I, like, I always do sardines and salmon and, like, stuff like that. But, like, I don't know.
0: What do sardines taste like? Dude,
1: sardines are fucking amazing. Like, I'm so tired of people being like, they're so gross. How you haven't even tried them.
0: You what have did not they taste? even tried I've them. never tried them. I don't think that they're nasty. I just want to know what they taste like. So- I and honestly, what are the benefits oh what are the benefits of them can you tell me that maybe oh so, yeah so
1: they're actually really good in omega-3s like, they, i think they have like um their their epa and dhea is really mm-hmm. really good they also have um fucking calcium in it because yeah. like i mean not to be gross but like especially if you get like the bone like the bone in like mm-hmm. you, you have bones but like you don't crunch the bones right it's not like when you get like chicken like giblets that where you like crunch on it and you feel like your molar is about to come out come out like you don't notice any of the bones at all. So I go to Costco for my bodybuilding like needs because it's just, it's easier to buy in bulk. <laughs> um, but there's two brands in Costco. There's I think Wild Planet and I forget the other one. Well, Wild Planet has in bone and their fish is also like smoked or they, they put like liquid smoke in it and it's good. It's so good. Um, and then there's another brand where it's deboned and not smoked. And I think it's like deboned and de-skinned, I think. And I bought that the other week because it was like $3 cheaper. It was like on sale. Um, I don't know how to necessarily describe the taste. It is very fishy. It is very, very fishy. But at the same time, it's not like rotten fish. Like, you know, when you like pass like a fish market and like you smell rotten, dead fish, and you're like, wow, that smells like unwashed coochie. No, it's it's not like that at all. It's just, it's very fishy, but especially like the smoked one like you put that on rice cakes like i said you can make like a bodybuilder and charcuterie board with that and it's really delicious like it's just good it's
0: kind of like t- like, <clears throat> like tuna or no
1: so i would say if you rank fishiness it would be above tuna for sure of way way above tuna
0: is it like flaky or is it like a full fish that you're eating
1: so it's a full fish it's like an anchovy it's a full fish but when you like again it's canned in oil right so like it's going to fall apart much easier. So for example, let's go back to the wild planet one that's smoked, but you have like the skin and the bones on there. Like I try to like pick it up with a fork and it almost like shreds apart, like chicken in a crock pot. So like, honestly, you could like fish out the spine and take it out, but like, yeah.
0: So you said it's an oil. So mm-hmm. does that mean it has some fats in it?
1: Oh, this is a very fatty fish, very fatty fish. Yes. It's soaked in great. olive oil usually.
0: And the the reason why I'm good is because I really don't have that many fats. Mm. I don't feel like, well, I mean, you could do like your
1: rest day. Like I only have sardines on my rest day.
0: My rest day fats are now 50. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, never mind.
1: (laughs) Okay. I think, yeah, I think like for like a pack of (laughs) sardines, um, it's like 18 grams of, um, protein and 12 grams of fat. So it definitely would eat up a good portion, but I mean, again, there's it's great benefits. Like Austin Stout swears by them. So,
0: know. No, maybe I, you could
1: I, do like a smorgasbord of octopus and sardines. That way you have like better
0: protein. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to eat octopus for a while after yesterday, to be honest with you. I'm I proud. Right I am proud that I tried it, but yeah. I am now like kind of grossed out. Like,
1: dude, octopus. you want to know what slaps? Fucking yeah. smoked eel. I don't know if you've ever had smoked yeah. eel before. I like but, eel. Oh, yeah. man. Smoked eel sushi? Oh,
0: yeah. It's good. I'm more of a I'm more of a raw like I like raw.
1: Oh, same, same, dude. So I I demolished a rainbow roll, which is like raw tuna, right? It's rainbow rolls like different colors of tuna. Yeah, it's
0: tuna, salmon. Yeah. Halibut. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my this one didn't have halibut in it, but it was a rainbow roll. I had a California roll, which I think is crab. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, bitch, bitch knows her sushi. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> I
0: do.
1: <laughs> I my birthday is birthday's April 8th. If you want to come down and enjoy sushi with me. Um.
0: <laughs> I am actually kind of down. Oh, by the way, I'm not going to uh, Delaware in February. I think it's pushed back to like March or April. Probably like, I know it's, it's pushed back to April. So I could probably honestly like do that in April.
1: Well, if you want to come down and enjoy sushi, we can invite Angie up and we can just like haul ass on the sushi restaurant.
0: Oh yeah. I'm sorry. We, totally we can close them down. <laughs> Dude, no, I mean- you don't want to tell me that because <laughs> Dude, I well, have I don't know like- if i in prep actually.
1: Well, you can come for moral support.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> you can hold a know. sign
1: for me like go actually go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dude, no,
0: I mean, I I'll just do, I would pit. just do stuff that, um, actually, no, if I'm in it's just, I'm just going to sit there
1: and watch just you. sit there and cheer you on. Do you know I'm a bottomless pit when it comes to sushi? Like there's one of the, there's very few things that like, I could like force myself to eat. Cause even though I used to be like fat and like, I used to eat like different, like fat people, foods and fat people quantities where it was like, you look at that and you're like, Oh, that's gross. But like sushi is one of those things where it's like, I could do probably 10 rolls and be like let's go let's keep yeah, going, keep
0: going. <laughs> it's so easy to eat too though that's why it's like and it's easy on digestion like yeah. if you pick the right stuff if you don't yeah. get like the fried yeah, stuff. i
1: don't get the the fried shit or anything with cream cheese tempura. in it like that's gross to me
0: it's like weird honestly i'm not gonna lie I'll if i'm like going ham i'll have like one bad roll where it has like cream cheese and stuff but i won't i don't like to do the fried stuff Mm-mm. um i don't like to do tempura no um I just feel like it fills me up too quickly and I'm like feeling gross after, but yeah. I might like share like a couple of pieces of like the kind that have, there's a, there's, I think there's one that's called like um, the Philadelphia roll. Yeah. I was thinking like, the
1: Philly roll that smoked salmon and cream cheese, like a yeah. bagel, bagel and lox. Yeah. So
0: I kind of like that one. That's like my only cooked one that I like. Um, but then like the rest of them, it's like, if you pick correctly and, sushi and you do it for like a refeed or something <clears throat> it is like very easy to get it down it's oh, like yeah, very easy to eat to want to have more and it's like that's all i get like
1: <laughs> yeah 100 no literally like when my my whenever i get a free meal from mark it's like we're getting sushi because <laughs> i know it digests well and i know i can eat a lot of it and it still tastes damn good and like yeah the scale will be up the next day but like then i have a baller workout and it's like hey
0: baller but um, so I do want to ask you about your uh, hamstring, your stuff like your just your progress in training. Yeah, so there. it's <laughs>
1: actually really funny you say that because this morning I trained hamstring and um, I'm working with my physical therapist and what we're doing is he had me go around to <laughs> it's, it's going to sound really dumb. He had me essentially like go around to all the different pieces of equipment. Um, and my gym is UFlex and so if you guys look at UFlex's Instagram. They we have hella machines and hella equipment. We don't have a lot in terms of like duplicates, but it's like you have you need a specialty machine, UFlex will have it. So we have a lot of different things. And so what I did is I kind of tried every machine that I could machine or barbell or whatever that I could think of that was going to be loading the hip um, in a lengthened position. So loading the hamstrings in a lengthened position. So doing like a hip hinge exercise essentially. So I tried good mornings with a barbell. I tried good mornings with a Kabuki bar. Um, there's so kab- you know what you know what I'm, the Kabuki bar is. Um, I mean, there's Kabuki is a brand, but there's a Kabuki bar where you can actually like change the way the barbell sits on your shoulders, and it can load either like goblet, high squat, low squat, hip hinge, and so like I loaded it on the setting where I it will load my hips more to do a good morning. Um, we have a lever edge, which is like a, um, like a contraption where you can do Bulgarians shrugs, um, stiff leg deadlifts. Um, we just got a new pit shark belt squat. And so I did RDLs on that to see, so essentially I kind of like played around and see where I felt my left hamstring lengthen the most. And it was really hard to kind of establish that neural connection. But I found out that doing a stiff leg deadlift on the lever edge. And then doing an RDL on the pit shark is where I can mentally feel my left hamstring lengthen during the eccentric contraction. And unfortunately doing things like a barbell RDL or a conventional deadlift. I don't feel the left lengthen just during those two exercises. I do not feel it. I'm not saying it's not, I just do not like mentally feel it, but those other two exercises I do. So I think I'm going to talk to Mark. And be like, hey, this is what my physical therapist and I have like kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that like it might not necessarily be the most optimal, but what we're trying to do is get my brain to recognize my left hamstring because as of right now, it's like it's not that it's injured anymore, but it kind of feels like it's short circuiting. Where it's like you kind of put the wires together, you can kind of see some sparks, but it's not yet connected yet. So I'm doing things like working with a tens unit. Which is, I think it runs on, I wanna say DC current. Mm. Ooh, I might be fucking that up. It runs on a certain current where essentially, like, it's kind of like a tetanus, um, tetanic contraction where it's like I put these like little electrodes on my hamstring and like we do like different things with it to like help my brain essentially like recognize that my hamstring's firing. So I'm doing a lot of rehab stuff with Eric, but as of right now, I'm working with my physical therapist to pick exercises where I can, I can feel the hamstring lengthening under load and then taking that till failure. And so obviously I still want to be able to recognize the hamstring lengthening during barbell exercises. And so what we thought we would do is on my days where I train hamstrings is instead of doing a barbell RDL, doing a pitch shark RDL, But then for a bent over row variation, do a barbell bent over row where I'm still kind of loading the hips and I can still kind of teach my hamstring to be like, oh, hey, this is what it feels like to do like a barbell version, but then do a row instead of like an actual RDL. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Does that make any sense? (laughs) You know, yes. Uh, (laughs) I'm just happy that you're getting there that's what yeah. i wanted to see yeah and that I was really, like a
1: long-winded answer but let's, I, I tell see, you a lot.
0: <laughs> i did see that you did those electrode things um, yeah did you have to pay for that
1: yeah it was like 30 bucks honestly a 10 units not that expensive
0: oh okay cool. yeah well cool.
1: what was more expensive was my so my so right do you know what that is it's like a fucking expensive piece of plastic that like goes up in like little horns that you like put on your pelvis to like get into your psoas Mm. and like if you have tight hip flexors which i do as most of us do and these little nubbins get in there and you can kind of like move your hips up and down you know sarah ford did like showed me that she was doing like um prone bird dogs while the thing is like up in your hips so it's it's like really getting into your hip flexors that thing was like 70 bucks, but man, let me tell you for mobilizing the hip flexors it's damn good.
0: I think that's something that in my own programming, I'm like not taking advantage of is like doing the mobility work and making time for it. Um, because I'm starting to definitely, like I get, I get, uh, body work done, like deep Mm -hmm. tissues and Mm -hmm. like stretch therapy and stuff from someone else, but I don't do it on my own. And so, um, there's a whole nother component of like training i could like kind of get into that i really need to be better at um cuz i think that that's like i know how to help people but yeah. i myself i just don't make the time for it like i used to when i was younger and then it just like got to where it was like i felt like i was doing so much like yeah. including the body therapy including the training including constantly like it was like con everything and then it just like kind of fell through. And so I have to get back into it. Um because now it's like I'm starting to get I'm not old, but like I'm getting older and I can feel like I'm not recovering the way that I used to. But I was also not training as hard. So let's
1: (laughs) Right I mean I'll tell you one thing. Like an injury will definitely wake you up if you need to work on mobility stuff. So um, tell you what, you can get a free console. I'm gonna plug someone who I worked with um, over the weekend. Um, I thought you were name... gonna
0: plug yourself. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I thought oh, you were gonna be no, like, gonna tell you what, no. I'll do a free consultation with you, Brittany, and <laughs> no. like, and I was gonna be like, sure, like,
1: <laughs> oh my god, no, that's so funny. No, so um, he's a new fit practitioner, which is another. It's a type of again. This is either either AC or DC current. I don't know which one it is, but there's one that's much better, which is the new fit versus the tens unit. But, um, his name is Matt Chrisman. Um, his Instagram handle is Lex next level or nothing. Um, he will do a free consult with you. And he did a free consult with me over the weekend, um, to talk about really anything you want to talk about. So if you want to hit him up, um, he's really good at improving functional range of motion, relieving chronic pain, stuff like that. And he also is going to be taking lessons for cars, which Matt or Ma- Matt, fuck Mark talked about on his podcast about the functional range of motion. Do You remember that? Yeah. So he's like getting into that too. So you could hit him up, um, to talk about like, what are some things that maybe you could work on to make your body move a little bit better?
0: Yeah, I don't I think mobility-wise I can just tell that as I continue to train harder and do the same movements over and over again, my my patterns like stay within that like range of motion that I'm doing, but it mm. never really it's starting to like not go past that or not be able to go past that, which is not like what I really want. It's not it's not necessary, but it is necessary like for long-term health. Yeah. Um and then also like as far as chronic pain, like I don't think I have chronic pain. I just have like chronic tightness. I would say in my, my trap area, like my trap and shoulder area, but, um, everything else is pretty much fine. I just know that one day, one day I'm going to be like, I'm going to get injured or like, cause I've never like knock on wood, but like, I've never actually been injured. Like I've never broken a bone. I've never done anything serious. I've never like the most I did, I think was at one time I accidentally like shoved the knife through my hand. Yeah. Like, like Ah. that, but that was like, I hit, I didn't hit anything. Like it was crazy. So, um, so I've never been injured. I've never even been stung by a bee. I've never had anything like
1: tell you what fucking sucks. Let me tell you I've (laughs) broken bones. I've injured myself. I've been stung by bees. That shit sucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've never done it. So, but I know eventually like when it, if, and when that ever does happen, um, I have to know, like I have, I would rather, ha- I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't do what I needed to do. That's why this happened instead yeah. of like, oh, it just happened because it just happened. Not because yeah. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. So, yeah, but um, everybody, I think it's time we wrap it up and thank you so much for coming and listening to our shoot the shit talk next week. We're going to be talking about insulin and GH synergy um so so it'll be really um make sure you bring your notepads and it'll be really uh informative and very lots of big words um and just make sure that you're ready for all that because it's gonna be a ride
1: yeah it's gonna be fun but thanks so much guys we'll catch you next time all right
0: peace